Chris Harrison's savage mode was like off the charts in this moment. So describing what was about to happen, he said the losing team is going to take their busted up dresses back home and be wondering who is making out with Matt right now. I'm like, dude, Chris isn't even like trying to be nice about it. He tried to make this like, he tried to like heighten the tension as much as he could. And it honestly worked. What up, what up? We're back. We are back. In person. In person. We're in the illustrious Disney room at the Agnew household. It has shifted into a guest room because now I have so many kids that uh, I could not just have one empty bedroom spent just for Disney merchandise and podcasting, but it's still pretty good. This podcast is brought to you by Married with Mouse Ears. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we did record a new episode. If uh, you do love Disney, then... Uh, we are your people. This is what we need to do. We just need to start our own like podcast network. Honestly, though, and honestly, like you Disney. and Nick with uh, whatever y'all do, then uh, y'all should. That's what we need to do. Yeah, podcast network. Um, all right. So episode two last week. If you didn't listen to last week, we talked about episode one. We're back. Obviously, if you're listening, we are back. Back to back weeks. Like we are keeping this going. We are not just a one hit wonder. No, not just one hit wonder. We're going for the whole season. We took a two year break. We have, gosh, we have multiple kids now, each of our families, and you know, kids and podcasting don't mix all the time, but now we're back for good. I think that one of the good things of the pandemic is it has caused people to reprioritize their lives, and it rekindled the love of the Bachelor podcast for us. Yes, and last night's episode, or Monday night's episode, whenever you listen to this, it was at the same time as the National Championship game. It now, was. If you've watched The Bachelor for a while, you've had multiple years that this always happens. It, it does. always it happens does. On, on this Monday night. And every single year, we always choose The Bachelor. We do. Every time. Normally, I at least like pretend like I watch the football game. This year, I didn't no. even pretend. Didn't even like I did not turn it on for one second. Don't even care. I don't care about college football. Now, if it was the NBA Finals, oh. a little bit different for me. Yes. But college football crash and burn don't care episode two matt james is still just real quick about matt james he's an incredible dude very yeah i think he's one of my favorite bachelors already in week two i i will say that i am waiting for him to become a little bit less robot like yes but i am i just know that as a person uh people over policies and i think that him as a person is very key also isaac your bet of the 13.5 shirtless Ooh. scenes from last yeah. episode, you like nailed that like out of the park. That might happen by next episode. So literally I put in my first part of my notes here, I have two shots that I had. I had a Peloton shot real quick. We didn't even put it over under on a Peloton <laughs> shot. We should have done. And that, this is two straight episodes with a Peloton shot. And we had a shirtless shot from the very, very beginning. Now, Woo! this was a full episode because we end up having three. The count is at five. Okay. I went I went okay. back and did the research. And, and last week, and I seen, all right, how many different scenes? We had two scenes last week. We had the opening scene. Uh-huh. And then we had him getting ready. This was a scene I didn't, I forgot about. Him getting ready for the rose ceremony. And he was put on his suit. So we had two last week, three this week. Yes, yes. We're on our way. We're we are eight away from uh, thirteen. Yeah, these aren't. Yeah, I feel like was it Peter? Peter might have been like the last one 
that like I felt like they tried with Peter because of the whole like windmill five times yeah. whatever his he thing didn't was. have the bod for but this. he didn't have it no Matt James was like made for this it makes sense why uh so Matt was supposed to be a like contestant on um Claire's season and then they probably just saw him shirtless and said yeah. actually you should just be the bachelor like I wonder what Claire that's a what if that's a great what if Matt versus Dale yes yes both mixed guys both ex jacked ex receivers yeah. like Matt didn't make it to the pros but both of them very similar yes so first uh yeah first few minutes we have a peloton shot we have another shirtless shot and the very first date very first thing really happens in this episode was somebody that's in my top three I don't know if she's in, is she in your top four Bree she was not in my top four it was funny I had a three-way tie with three people and the two that did not make it was Bree and um, Sarah. And Ooh. now I feel like I should have maybe... Bree and Sarah's in mine. Well, well, yeah. Well, yeah. I put uh, Mari. Marie. Oh, yeah. Mari. Yeah, Mari. Yeah. yeah. And I, I still stand by it because she won, like, the the Hunger Games date. But, uh, but yeah, no. Bree skyrocketed. Bree's easily top three now. Oh, she's incredible. Yeah. They actually had chemistry compared to Sarah. We can talk about Sarah oh, later on. We but, can, yes. Um, four-wheeling. The, oh, gosh. In a way, they hit the trifecta in this episode because we got a four-wheeler date, we had a wedding dress date, and an airplane date like in the same episode. So Where they're stuck somewhere during a pandemic. It, it yeah. was impressive that they were able to make all of that happen. Yes. So they go, him and Bree go on this four-wheeler date, and it's straight mudding. And then we laugh a lot about ABC moments and things that the producers edit and make happen. Yes. This wreck was not fake. Oh, gosh. It, it was legitimately scary. It scared me. I, I didn't. They started to tip and I've been mudding on some four wheelers. And this is always like my my deepest, darkest fear that I'm going to turn it a little bit too sharp. Yes. And I'm gonna, it's going to fall on my leg. I had a friend uh, growing up who was riding a golf cart and... He turned it too sharp, stuck out his leg, broke his femur in half. Yes. And that's always stuck in the back of my mind. And for them, now, I don't know how they landed or what happened because it tips, then it edits them, and then it just cuts to them just laying on the ground. So did somebody get really hurt? I don't know. I don't know. Yes. It, it's either Matt's praying really does have God's favor <laughs> like on them, or it was an ABC moment. Because, like, yes, the... Or I I just don't know like it looked real but yes their landing form was like perfect maybe it was an ABC moment and maybe that was two stunt doubles that would have been something with the, with the helmets on Franco was on the ATV <laughs> and then it cuts and it's Matt and Bree laying on the ground and getting up That's I choose to just think God is showing favor on <laughs> Matt I do have to say if it was Peter he would have died because like oh, shout no. out to whenever Peter had that like scar gash over his eye from getting into the golf cart and i'm sure that the bachelor producers were freaking out but they realized they actually have a uh an ex-college athlete who i'm sure was able to make the right maneuvers to not kill themselves on a scale one to ten what is peter's athleticism oh boy uh three <laughs> three that's being generous yes so the chopping wood scene this felt like well, sorry going back to the four-wheeler scene Oh, yeah. In your mind, would this be a good date? Yeah, yeah. I think it's fun. Really? Yeah. You think that you and Barb? Well, I guess, yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah this is fun. We've actually been mudding on our four wheels together. And 
I think it's fun. It just depends on what you want to. The fact that you're, you know, you're going to have time afterwards. That's the key. If you was just, Hey, we only have an hour and you just choose this and it's just your helmets on the whole time and all that. Then I'd probably choose something a little bit more intimate, but for the fun aspect, I'm all about, I think it's fun. I would say from a fun aspect, I am all for this. Like I love four wheelers. Uh, if I was the bachelor and Zara was a contestant on the show, we would never have been married based on this first date. (laughs) Never would have happened. Uh, I could not imagine a worse date to bring my wife on than but even uh, if her there's a, a wood burning hot tub Still in no. the middle of enchanted forest waiting for you. That's the part that makes anything that happens before it okay. Because this was, I mean, a classic. Hey, let me take my shirt off and oh, chop this oh, wood. He and... he was ready. He <laughs> was ready to take his shirt off. Bree was ready too. Yeah. It was weird. They like framed the shot as if they were both like naked, like in this <laughs> shot. But obviously, hopefully they weren't. But uh, she's yeah. like, he has eight, maybe 16, <laughs> yes. 16 abs. <laughs> so my question is, anyone ever ask how many abs you have? Oh, boy. Um, no. 16? Zero percent. Zero percent. They might look at me and say, aren't you supposed to have abs? And uh, <laughs> or, But no, no. Um. Yeah, so uh, one, I didn't even know wood-burning hot tubs existed. I was confused about that, yes. And now I'm intrigued because I love my fireplace in my house. I'm like, can I have a hot tub and just burn wood with it? I don't know. That, but That would be a, a, a lot of wood chopping. You actually do enjoy chopping wood, though. I like, love it. That's something that you do. Um, how long do you think Matt actually chopped wood for this hot tub? That was it. He only chopped one. He chopped one. There's yeah. no way. Because for it to heat up, I don't I didn't even know these things existed, but for them to heat up that whole water to be like hot tub hot, that had to take a lot of wood and it had been burning for a bit. Yes. So uh, Matt just got that camera shot in. I wonder how many times it took for him to split the log, but I guess it was probably just once because he's athletic and yeah. ripped. Uh, anything else about the hot tub? Because... I thought their dinner date conversation was so real and so good. And I mean, I just felt like a conversation that happens halfway through the season, not episode two. I thought it was cool. That conversation was great. I will say up until that conversation, I wasn't super feeling Brie. Like I oh, felt really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought their hot tub and everything. I thought they were chill. I, cool. I felt like she was just like too normal, which I think she is normal. That's and that's true. why they have chemistry. But it was like the, but there was like depth to her normality. Sure. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, it was weird though. Like after the accident, like after like they fell, Matt was so nervous about Bree's mom's reaction <laughs> to watching this it was as if like matt got in like a car accident and like Bree was like the car yeah. where he's like crap i'm gonna go home and like my dad's just gonna like beat me for for like getting this like car messed up not like the idea that Bree's a human being and caring about Bree. <laughs> not her mom's reaction to it was very strange this was a foreshadow this is going to be That's, when yeah. she makes it to hometowns he's gonna there's gonna be a joke y'all just wait we can play this clip back whenever Ooh, it does yes. happen He's going to be sitting on the couch. They're going to be small talking as he's meeting her family. And he's going to bring it up. He's like, man, I was so worried about you whenever we crash. And I thought you, and he's going to be talking this to This is mom. a great point. Yes. That's, that's happening. For yes. Sure. You have your crystal ball. That working. is happening. Um, yeah. I just thought they had a, a moment to where, you know, neither one of them had their dads growing up. And I just, just seeing them talk about it and kind of relate through that. I thought that was a legit, honest conversation. We don't have those conversations that much in seasons, 
And I walked away from that one saying, huh, that was real. Yeah. That was a real yeah. combo. Well, yeah, I like how Matt was able to, like, it's like they both have this, like, shared experience. So it wasn't like, yeah, the idea that Brie was, like, my mom had me at 13. She didn't really marry, didn't date or, or anything. It was just me. Like, that's, like, a huge bomb to drop. And I think, like, a uh, a typical Bachelor would have been, like, Ah, oh, thank you for sharing that. And then just like moved on. Yeah. But Matt, yeah, then they yeah, went into yeah, how he related to it and like how both of them sought out large families because they like had this ideal of what family was and I think a lot of people can can identify with that and it was very cool. The this season so far, Bree, Sarah, he had some on the group date. I mean, we're two episodes hmm. in. Yeah. There's so much serious conversations that's yes. happening. And the dude, I try to send out a tweet. If you're not following us, follow us at Out of the Limo on Twitter. You should. I sent out a tweet joking of like, I sent a screenshot of Matt's face. This dude's a seasoned vet. Like he's already got it down because these conversations happen so, so much throughout the season of, I just got something to tell you. And we I always love watching the bachelorette or the bachelor, whoever it is, their reactions to it. Whether it's something really serious or the person thinks it's serious and it's really not, and seeing just how they respond to somebody they don't know very well, but they know they're on live TV, so they have to care. Yes, and yes. He's just already got it down. He's got it perfected. And he cares. He's zoned in. He's not distracted. And he like you feel like he cares. I'm like, somebody coached you up really good. Yeah, I think that he's just like naturally I we'll get to this later, but yeah, like the whole orchid thing, like he just like <laughs> has this ability. For every single person, he just, yeah, like, there are just certain people that they just, like, have this thing about them where they make you feel like you uh, are the center of their of their attention, and he has mastered that for he, sure. He has, I feel like he has one of those, like, serial killer charts. Oh, wow. Uh, of okay, like yes. a, Of, like, a, um, I don't know, an agent or an FBI person. They have these, like, boards up in their offices in his hotel room there at the big mansion he probably yes. has each face and it's like something about each person that he studies at night yes and then he comes out the next day and he's like all right i know you're the orchid girl and i'm gonna give you the orchid flowers but that might be on one of my buyer cells oh I, I love it the group date franco is back he's back our wow never would i have thought that he would have quarantined for 14 days to be on this show, can you, he's here. Can you look at Franco and not laugh or smile? Uh, no, no, I can't. I will say, Franco looked a, a little weathered. Franco <laughs> looked like the pandemic he's has struggling. gotten to him pretty rough. <laughs> I'm glad that um, he has people in his life that care about him, like Chris Harrison, who can uh, just <laughs> ring him up. And uh, But no, it, it made me laugh so hard to hear his name. How old is Franco? Oh, uh, 50, at least. I was going to say like 45, but yeah. Is he a real photographer? I think so. Especially because on this date, he wasn't just doing wedding photography. The dude got some action shots in. Like, I, yeah. Like he was like in the Hunger Games <laughs> capturing as if it was like in like war battle. And he was like. He was all about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So just as I don't actually have a ton of notes about this group date. I have a few things here and there, but this was a massive date of. I mean, over half the house and they all dress up in these wedding dresses. Some of them get these like fake wedding shots with Matt and then it turns in, turns into hunger games. Let I'll just open it up. What are big takeaways from this date? Uh, well, the Victoria, when Royal, do you want to talk about Victoria? Well, 
the Victoria Royal Wedding, that was like the the first. Okay, so the thing about Victoria oh, is she. Her. Okay, you said that she's like a knockoff Corinne, which yeah. is perfect because like Corinne did stuff like this. But it, uh, especially for people like myself, like captivated me. I, I was like number one Corinne fan. And Victoria is just doing like a tasteless version oh. of that. And, and like it's not working. So yeah, so she like intrudes, like jumps the line. And then she's like kisses Matt and it's awkward. And then she makes him like take this garter off as if it was like this like seductive thing. But I'm sure he was just rolling his eyes the whole time. Dude was not into it. I... A lot of seasons have their villains, and villains make the season fun, kind of. She's just not even a fun villain. No, no. She's like, if we had to make a villain scale of the Bachelor universe, and we have, like, Corinne is far, like, 10 of, like, fun villains. Yes. I would put, like, Chad, maybe, at, like, okay. one, because he's just so rude, and, like, everything about him, he's yeah. just an idiot. Like, she's more towards Chad than oh. she is... Corinne, but I think she thinks she's Corinne. Oh, she definitely thinks that she is. And I'm like, you're not. Like, you're not. Yeah, there's a difference. There's just a big difference between being a villain and like you're making it entertaining. And there's like somewhat of a backing for you online of, haha, like we at least like get yes. you or all this. No, I, I don't think anybody really likes her. Yeah, no, I, I think it, it is interesting hearing like the girls in their one-on-ones or like in their like camera time being like, I'm trying to like show, show like sympathy to her. Like I feel bad for, her, but also she needs to like stop being stupid. So even like hearing the girls, like trying to like, yeah to like empathize with her, I thought was interesting. Cause normally villains, you don't hear that. It's just like all of those girls against them. But, but like this time it was like the girls trying and then be like, yeah, no, she's just like a lost cause. Like it's not happening. She is definitely a lost cause. Uh, we'll definitely talk about her more later on because she was a main part of this whole episode. Just the idea of them like cutting up the wedding dresses, going through the woods. I actually enjoyed watching. I thought it was a lot of fun and I thought it was really cool for them to have the paint. And I did think it was weird. Like throwing paint balloons at each other is one thing. Dipping a purse in paint and then smacking them. That was wild. I didn't understand that fully. Chris Harrison, just to like, whenever Chris Harrison savage mode was like off the charts in this moment. So describing what was about to happen, he said, the losing team is going to take their busted up dresses back home and be wondering who is making out with Matt right now. (laughs) I'm like, dude, Chris isn't even like (laughs) trying to be nice about it. He tried to make this like, he tried like, heightened the tension as much as he could and it honestly worked so like (laughs) people listening to this only maybe one person is going to get this but in our job we have this game called tubular bacon and this was like tubular bacon without any rules and it's just like a big mud pit and it's always terrifying and 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 like i'm always nervous someone's going to like die and the shot of like the referee asleep i'm sure was like fake but it was it it worked perfectly it was like i'm like some how how did no one get injured was crazy to me (laughs) Yes, I I loved everything about this day, and I think maybe the heightened uh, intensity from Chris brought emotions out because yes, afterwards we had two girls cry. We did. Come we, on, we did. I uh, it's Rachel who I will say was on my top four. <laughs> she might be, but I doubt it at this moment. I don't think she is. Uh, and she cried after the prayer, and I enjoyed that cry. I yeah. like understood that cry. Now I don't understand it. But then, 
vibratorless Katie also cried. Yes. And uh, I was not expecting that. The competition was too much. They lost, and they were very... This is two for two episodes for uh, your girl Rachel crying. I know. I Is she it's the new Ashley good. I? That, <laughs> that's the question. It's not looking good for Rachel no. right now. Uh, but yeah, I, honestly, I made a note on that, that both of them cried after this competition in week two, um, episode two. That's just too early for me. Um, Then we had the group date, like kind of, ro- not Rose thing, uh, the group date, the after the fun competition. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. winning team. And honestly, I didn't even know too much about Lauren until that moment. And then her and Matt had a legit moment and talk. Well, yeah, they showed her at the very beginning, and I wrote down, who is this girl? She's very pretty, and I just, like, didn't remember her, and I'm glad that uh, that she got her chance, because, yeah, yeah, they talked about Matt being a Christian and not knowing how that would come across, like, whenever he's, like, dating or especially on, like, first dates, and uh, the more that Matt talks about being a Christian, the more real he sounds, and yeah. I'm glad that uh, that we have this person. Yeah. He went on, uh, Rachel and Becca's, uh, podcast about the bachelor and he talked about his prayer. He talked about his faith life and it was really kind of surreal hearing a bachelor contestant talk about like their genuine faith. And I thought it was really cool. And obviously for somebody like Lauren in this conversation, she probably saw that prayer and it's like, wow, well, I'm, I'm a believer and I want to talk to him about this. Yeah. And she brings it up to him and it resonates with him. And he loves that conversation. He loves that conversation so much that he goes and grabs the rose and she gets the group date rose. So yeah, she wasn't even on my radar for no. top, top four. And now I feel like she has to be like top six or something or top seven. I actually might have her on my top four now Ooh. just cause I'm just cause I'm just, I just like shuffling things up. Ooh. Although I thought Mari, I, I still have her on my radar. Also, I don't know if I'm saying her her uh, name Mari. right still. All right, cool. Is is that like a talk show or? Daytime? Yes, it is. It's like the knockoff Jerry uh, Springer. Springer. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, but she she ended up winning like the MVP for like the Hunger Games date, and we already know that Matt bit bit his lip whenever he saw her, and yeah. so I I think that there could be something there. I knew, yes, I knew that he liked her whenever her team lost. And they're like, she gets the MVP and gets to stick around until later tonight. I'm like, okay, well, that was Matt saying, I want to spend more time with her. Yes, her. So, 100%. Uh, yeah, I think she sticks around for a bit. So this group date ends. And before we get into Victoria versus Maryland. Oh, boy. We have the, the Sarah date. And... I honestly don't know how I feel about it coming out. <laughs> like, I don't think I, I went... I felt more. Uh, I don't know. I have her in my top four after last episode. This see, this episode or this date happens, and it was just weird. Like it just didn't. They didn't connect, in my opinion. Uh, they especially didn't at the beginning. By the end, I could see it working. Well, so like leading up to before the moment that she faints or whatever the heck happened. What, what's going on? I still would have said that she would be in my like top four. Yeah. Um, but. Now, no, there's like, there's something off about her. Yes. There's something weird. And she was building up the conversation 
you know, about her dad who has ALS. And so, but like the buildup to that, I was thinking that there was something else. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. She's going to drop like something about like her and it ends up being the conversation about her, her father, which, you know, once again, another serious conversation, Matt killed it and was like, wow. Okay. You know, he was genuine about everything yeah. with that. So she gets a rose. They, they went up in a plane. I was really thinking hard about making a Peter joke. Uh, if, <laughs> yes. if Peter was the pilot and all of that, but, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like a plane is like a staple. We we also had another moment to where we had two of them this episode. We had the fireworks with Bree and the plane ride past the mansion to where the girls come out. And it's like, they're clearly told, hey, come out of the house. Yes, yes, yes. This is what's going on. And like, whoa, fireworks. They must be making out. And it cuts to Matt and Bree making yes. out. And then the plane going by, and they're all like waving at the plane. I'm like, you would have no clue who's in that plane. But the plane, yes, the fireworks. I actually thought was was kind of interesting because like they're all on like like whatever like their little village all together. So those girls must have seen the fireworks. Yeah. So like whereas like normally you wouldn't see them. I just I, Zara loves fireworks. She she just like likes watching them. I just don't yeah. and i don't find them romantic so like the idea that the girls would be jealous about that i don't know uh but uh i i i was like oh weird they get like a fireworks show it's just like yeah. an interesting thing i don't understand why fireworks are romantic i don't this no. that's a bigger thing that we need to talk about in our society yes what if fireworks are going off the only thing about fireworks is you looking at them so if you're gonna like make out you can't look at the fireworks Facts. So, yes I don't care if like these loud booms are going off while I'm making out. I don't care about that. Yeah. It's just weird. I don't fireworks are cool, I guess, but they're not romantic, so No, they're fun to light off. They're not fun to like watch. Yes, unless you're Jason Pierre Paul. <laughs> oh there it is. <laughs> um Okay, so the Sarah. Do you have anything else else about the Sarah day? No, nothing. that was a key part of the episode. Nothing. I don't have much about. I have nothing. I don't know if I like her. Is she is confusing to me? And uh, they said nothing. And then she like faints at the end of the episode, and we don't even get to say yeah. rip to anybody. Yes. Well, I guess the fact that Matt said to Matt said that Sarah needed to like speed things up. That that like it was taking her too long to. To like open up, I thought was interesting. I'm like, man, for him to like recognize that, it must have been painful. Yes. It yes. must have been bad. It was painful for us, yes. for sure. All right, so it's build up to the rose ceremony, and all the girls uh, walk in. Victoria is wearing literally something from my grandma's house. My grandma's <laughs> curtains made into a dress. This yes. Was, what is she wearing? I, somebody responded to us on Twitter and said like the designer name. Well, yeah, or said it was like Sheen or something. Yeah, I, I don't even know what the crap that I is. I had no idea, but it was funny because Zara commented on the horrendousness of that dress, and, and then I saw your tweets, and I'm like, yes, this is gold. It was the poo... <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody compared it to Pennywise, and <laughs> oh, I just yes. thought it was the funniest thing ever. But it just fit because it, it clearly stood out from the other dresses, and she definitely stands out too because this drama between her and Marilyn... I don't know if I'm just missing something with Marilyn, but she just seems like the like quietest, like why, what did she do? It's like she picked the worst person to have a beef with. Yes. I'm, I was confused on why Marilyn made it on to this episode. Like why she like made it past the first rose ceremony. Yeah. Um, cause she really said nothing and she seems very quiet. 
but yeah, but yeah, like Victoria said that Marilyn is toxic and that she's psychologically disturbed. And so she couldn't like be roommates with her. So she like took a giant blanket to the couch and like slept on the couch. It was wild. There, the irony of Victoria calling someone else toxic. Yes. Um, man, there's so many big people in our world right now who talk and uh it just reminded me so much yeah. of that yeah and yeah. uh i yeah i just didn't understand that whole like fake it was almost like she had to have a beef with somebody and it, she's just going to create this and it was the first time matt got a little tested as far as drama and hey i'm gonna go talk to Marilyn now after victoria says that and he goes and talks and just seeing because he is a robot yeah it was yeah. seeing a different type of emotion from him of kind of confused or like cut off guard. I'm like, all right, I wonder how you're going to deal with this. And well, yeah. So right before, yeah. So right before Victoria drops that bomb to Matt, Matt does one of the smoothest. I don't know if it's, if it is an ABC moment. This is my ABC moment. I, I, there's no way. I don't understand. I call bull crap. You think so? Oh, there's no way. He doesn't even remember this girl's name. I don't think there's no way he knew this dude. There's no way he went into the night. Maryland's probably top. 18 for him like she's not even in top 10 yeah ain't no way he walked down to that room and said hey producer jeff come here Marilyn, there's this girl she likes orchids can you get orchids for me bullcrap no he does not know that some the jeff came to him the producer and said hey dude we're gonna put her favorite flower behind this couch just roll with it that's what she wanted and matt said all right cool i know he pulled it off so smoothly see i was thinking that he was like in his room and like there was an orchid there, and that he's like, "Hey, this girl talked about an orchid. I'm just gonna be ex- extra smooth and like bring this to her." Because there's no way that he like asked a producer, and in a pandemic, the producer just like Amazon like an orchid. No, there's no, no way. way. I didn't even know what an orchid was until then. Oh, see, that's also like one of Zara's like fa- fa- favorite flowers. So I have gotten one <laughs> for her before, but uh, never that smoothly like Matt did. Yeah, I mean, that was my ABC moment for this whole episode. I just thought it was so bull. And, I mean, there's just no... Even though he is the type of guy, I think, to do it... If he did that for Abigail, yeah. which we can talk about real quick. Yeah. I thought him and Abigail's little moment... She didn't have any shine this whole episode. She kind of just laid off in the shadows. But then in the moment she did have, I thought it was... She just killed it. And it came up with this, like, cute little sign of, like, hey, I'm going to rub my ear from a distance. And you know, it's like my little kiss. And he's like, I'm going to do it back. I'm like, girl, you've been in this episode for about 10 seconds. And like, you're one of the winners of the yes, episode. Facts. Facts. So she's still in the top four for me. Yeah. I, well, yeah. Yeah. Nothing has changed that. I think she's even maybe even higher up my list now than. Uh, That's true. So I just, the only thing else was just about Victoria. And I, I just think she's just really annoying. No, I think she's the worst. I think she said that she said like to the girls that she's like, didn't want, she's, what did she say that she didn't want to like join a sorority that like this isn't a, a, a sorority. And I'm like, since when are like sororities, like the picture of like community without conflict. Like yeah. I feel like sororities that's secretly like what they're known for is just conflict and stuff. So this kind of leads into my buyer sell segment and I have a couple and this is one I really thought about and you kind of alluded to it earlier. So when we had Corinne, Something about Corinne that when you listen to other podcasts or you've seen the other contestants from that season kind of talk and stuff, a lot of them love Corinne. 
And yeah. you're like, all right, well, you know, we kind of like dislike her, kind of annoyed by it. And it's like, all right, did all the girls really like her? So buy or sell. Do the girls in the house secretly like Victoria, but just the editing and everything, we just don't know. You know, does she have like five or six girls that are like, oh, those are my girls. Did she come out of the season? Like, those are my girls. I love them. They love me. Are there girls watching this right now saying, man, Victoria's my girl. I love her. She's just, you know, very raw and like really honest. And but the like the whole editing's making it like nobody likes her. Do you buy or sell that? I sell that. No, no, <laughs> no. I think that there are people in in just in our world where they can be annoying and do things, but they're like they still have some charm to them. Yeah. It's all about your charm. Or if you're so dumb that you just like can't help but laugh at that person's like dumbness. That was kinda like how like Corinne could be. And Victoria doesn't have that. No. Zero yeah. zero percent. So does she walk away from this thing with a friend or like multiple friends or no friends? I think that there are people on the internet that uh, are will be drawn. I think that her and Yosef will get Whoa. along very well. I think I, I, that's what I think. <laughs> yes. Or like other contestants. You think other girls in the house, you think she's right now six months removed from the season and there's other girls she was in the house with that she's friends with and like, Oh, those are my girls. No, no, I don't. No. I don't think so either. The only oh, okay, so 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 Mary Lynn. So the thing that Victoria like had beef with was that Mary Lynn was like was like Victoria. You're just so interesting. I want to like pick your brain to see how like your brain works. I have said that to middle school, high school students that are weird and that I are ADD and that I don't understand that I want to pick their brain. And I say it cause I do want to get to know them, but I say it in a condescending way. Like you can't say that in like a non condescending way. So I understand if Victoria like was upset with that yeah. for her to like call Mary Lynn a liar and that she wouldn't like Mary Lynn did like the sweetest <laughs> intervention trying to be like, Hey, I'm sorry. I want to get to like a better place. Can I step beside you? No, I don't want to step it, beside you. It was painful. <laughs> I'm like, like you aren't even like trying to like be no. better. No, no. She was trying too hard. She wants to be the villain and you're definitely a villain. Okay. Buy or sell. Matt is a legit, like cool dude. I, mean, oh. I feel like we both buy this, but major buy. Yeah. I will. Is Matt the best bachelor ever mm. is on the table right now it's definitely on the table yeah we need a little bit more time i don't uh, even know how i would give that to i okay so a friend called me uh last week and uh, one of my buddies called me and said hey my wife and i have been drinking and we have <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple uh seasons of the bachelor pulled up on hulu or whatever it was and they're like we know you watch the bachelor which one should we watch and while we drink and i'm like oh man and here was his options. Colton. Okay. Ben Higgins. Uh-huh. And Nick Vial. Oh. And I said, Ben Higgins is probably referred to as like the best bachelor. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know if it would be that entertaining. So, and I just said, don't ever turn on Colton season. Never. Ever. I don't care what you've been doing. And so I just told him to go with Nick's. Nick's is great because it has Corinne. Yes, and, and and I know that we keep referencing her. If you're new to the Bachelor, you you should like rewatch it. Nick as a Nick as a Bachelor, I don't. I think he was like the most like normal. Like I wouldn't say that he's like a like cool attractive person. He's like kind of weird. But his season was great. I think Ben has been the nicest Bachelor. 
Yeah. That like he is like a politician like Matt is. Yeah. Um also Sean Lowe, but Sean oh, Lowe yeah. so is like so old, old school that it's like I watched I think his was the first season I ever watched. Yeah, that's like back in the day now. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's too old. Like Colton and Ari, get out of here. Chris Souls? <laughs> Heck no. Heck no. Is he in jail? Uh he probably <laughs> should in jail. Be. Juan Pablo? No. 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 Bye. Yeah, I think it Ari? Heck no. No, no. no, no, no. <laughs> get out of here, Ari. Um, but no, I mean I thought it was an okay episode. We don't we're obviously don't have it. We're not doing a uh a, a rest in peace segment because Sarah faints at the end of this. I guess she faints or she struck I thought she broke a heel and It was weird cuz normally normally it's someone like Victoria would do the fainting thing. It's normally the villain that's trying Or somebody who doesn't have a rose. Yes, yes. The fact so like the fact it was Sarah was wild. Like part of me is like does she have like an actual issue? Does she like have this like anxiety disorder yeah. or like is there something that she just like is she going to leave? Like yeah. like the fact that they left it on that cliffhanger I'm like something has to happen. Yes. So we're waiting for that I'm assuming next episode will start with a rose ceremony and that she is fine, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, we'll go from there, see who gets sent home and, uh, see where it goes. There's a man, the promo that they showed last week after, after the first episode, it looks like there's, you know, a couple more girls that get welcomed on one, yes. that we, one that we don't know, one that we've seen before in a previous season and yes. Heather, uh, yeah, there's a lot more juicy drama to come, and we're going to be there. I cannot wait. Uh, yeah, make sure to follow us on Out of the Limo on Twitter. Uh, we will try to be live tweeting as much as we can. Yes. We do have kits, but, uh, you know, we'll try. It's we'll right try. At, it's right at, at, like... It's like, it used to be the perfect time, because it was, like, right after dinner, and I'm like, cool, now I'll just watch the show. But now it's, like, right at, like, Bedtime. I'm getting Theo ready for bed. And he has his, you know, his routine. And uh, if I try to disrupt that routine, he just won't have it. He, Should we allow our two-year-old sons to watch the bad? No, no. I honestly tried. <laughs> like, like I tried turning it on and, it, and and like having him watch it. Lasted three minutes. Like, I mean, like he he's like, this is not Lion Guard. Like, what is going on right now? <laughs> oh man. All right. Well. That's another episode. Catch us next week as we talk about episode three. All right. Peace. Peace out.